everyone, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive and beyond, and with theme music by Jasula. Find out more about her work at jasula.com. Um, and let me just say first, happy Mother's Day, everyone. If you have someone who calls you a mom, happy Mother's Day. Congratulations. You are doing some very important work being a mother. Um, and we're very grateful to you. And uh, as a celebration for myself for Mother's Day, I wanted to bring on my mother as well for uh, a revisit since she was here last year. Say hi, mom. Hey. <laughs> Hello. I'm so excited to do this again. I'm so really cute. excited. I love it. You were on last year playing your first ever Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, I wish I could be my character all the time, 24-7. She's so tough. She's so cool. <laughs> I I wish I could be her. And I try to be her. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was great. You feel very inspired great. by playing your character? I do. And I did. And, you know, and I, I'm looking at her again. And... I wish I had carried more of her around with me as we've gone through this year, mm. you know, because I think, I think we all need a little bit of, of uh, wood elf in us at all times. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced. Right. Because we're going to be uh, doing a reprisal of your role as the chaotic good wood elf playing some Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition today. I mean, and it's it was it was really fun to to play this, and uh, also fun to be able to play with uh, my mans. When when one becomes a parent, when one becomes a mother early on, you don't ever look down the road and say, you know, one day I'm going to get to play, do a role playing game with my daughter, like on the air, and you just don't know that that's something you're going to get to look forward to. And then it happens and you're like, okay, this is a very cool aspect of being alone. All the it. new things you get to learn. That's true. From your that kids. Absolutely true. I mean, you think you're going to be teaching other people things, but no, the real truth is, is as a parent, you're learning constantly from your own children. It's, it's great. Do you have any favorite lessons part. to share from your children? Hmm. I think just open-mindedness and and the ability to to listen and hear and understand that, you know, even though as a mom, when your kids are little, you may think you know what is best for them, that over time you realize that, you know, you don't always know what's best. You have to respect what they think is best for them. And the main part of this job is to listen, understand, and be supportive. It's not hard, but it is a lesson you learn over time. So for you, being a mother was a breeze then? It was the best thing I ever did. I, I will say that. It was not that I was best at it, but it was the most enjoyable and fulfilling part of my life, and still is. So yeah, it was great. Uh, well, you know, I certainly uh, appreciate it. Obviously, very honored to have you to play with and very excited to do this as well. If you want to listen to us play last year, you should definitely make sure to do that, dear listeners, um, by checking out our archive, which is available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or even if you felt like supporting Radio Free Brooklyn, the Radio Free Brooklyn website. So you should go and check that out as well. 
mom do you how much do you remember about playing Dungeons and Dragons from last year you know I, I remember a little and of course I've been listening to you do this over the course of the year sure. I, I think what was interesting to me after after last year's game is a couple of people said my god you were so bloodthirsty you were so <laughs> <laughs> aggressive and I was like okay I guess I'm not really usually like that but um I don't see anything I don't get to, yeah I was gonna say something I don't get to do on a daily basis but hey so I, I remember some and and I'm I'm hoping you can guide me through of course you know I will okay well let's make sure that we get on into it then let's make sure that we do the thing but before we do the phrase I'm getting mm -hmm. so used to saying, I have a couple of things to let our listeners know related to the radio station. So let's do those real quick. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. As it has been for so many, 2020 was a difficult year for us financially, and every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. Please help by pledging whatever you can. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Also, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming Radio for Brooklyn events. You can sign up at radioforbrooklyn.org slash newsletter. I'd say that's enough for now. Okay. You ready to D&D, &D, Mom? I'm so ready. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am ready. <laughs> Great. Well, let's make sure to do the thing. As mentioned before, we did the announcements for the radio station we're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition uh, a game created by Wizards of the Coast and we're actually going to be reprising my mother's character's role from last year because I thought it would be kind of fun to kind of have a sequel to her journey uh, in the Dungeons and Dragons world kind of to, to follow up on that you don't necessarily need to have listened to the previous episode but I suggest that you do um, but in the meantime, it's just going to be a little adventure about an eldritch night fighter named Shadow. You want to introduce Shadow a little bit more, Mom? Shadow, and, and I don't know if she was entirely like this last year, but I feel like she's a little bit of a loner. She's had kind of a dark background. She um, grew up in a happy family life and then um had family tragedy where she lost her family they were attacked while she was out roaming the woods so she was not there when she was just a youngster um she was taken in mm. by a knight who taught her how to survive and what she needed to to know to get along in the world but i think that she you know is out and looking to protect what's left of her her clan and her group at all times she has an overwhelming need to protect uh, because she was not there at the time that her own family suffered their their tragedy she's strong and she's smart and what she, she does like? what she she is 510 so she's a lot taller than i am in real life <laughs> Um, she weighs about 130 pounds at 5'10", so she's lithe and strong and she's fast. 
she's 250 years old, which I think is kind of relatively young for an elf. And, Elves live a pretty long time. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's got a lot of good to do coming forward in her life. She has copper skin, green eyes, which I actually do have green eyes, and black hair that she wears in one long braid down her back to keep it out of her way. She's fierce and you don't want to mess with her. So that is what she's like. Hell yeah. You know, it's been a year since we last looked upon Elvin Eldritch Knight Shadow. Last time that we were with her, she was living with the small communi community of wood elves from the Falarin Woods. Um, and she rescued one of them, a young Hela, from a nearby city called Skyward Hold um, that had recently been capturing people from your community in order to punish them, basically as example. Uh, so you saved them, and I like to think that in the intervening year that uh, Hela started following you, Shadow, around a little bit, and I feel like they kind of appointed themselves as your students in a way. So I feel like Hela's been kind of learning under you for a little bit. What do you think of that? I love that. So not just a student, but a little bit of a family a feeling of attachment and belongingness between the two of them. Love that. So things have been going well in the Falarin Woods um, until quite recently, where uh, Queen Titania of the ruler of the Summer Court in the Feywilds uh, has discovered the magical energy found in the deepest parts of Falarin Woods and has been permitting members of her court to travel from the Feywilds to your earthly plane using such doorways. Um, however, as these doorways are used, the woods are being corrupted. Fey magic is clinging to the trees and the soil, and as such, the Feywilds are bleeding in. Uh, while beautiful to behold, this could risk the entire Falarin way of life, and it should not be allowed to spread. Hmm. Fortunately, your community elders have identified a ranking member of the Queen's Court, a noble advisor by the name of Prachit, who makes his home supposedly nearby the Falarin doorways on the Fey side. They've asked you to talk with Prachit and try to come to another arrangement. Okay. So with this in mind, we'll say that you make your way to the doorway between the Falarin Woods and the Fey Wilds. It's a fairy circle stones in the ground that are kind of placed in this circle just in a, in a patch on the ground but the area around it it's covered in this vibrantly like teal green grass and the trees overhead as you enter in this, into this space seem a little bit more sentient than you're used to um, hmm. and you step into the fey portal and it's already active because these doorways are used constantly and Within kind of a flash of moment, you lose your vision and then it returns and you are no longer in the Falarin woods. You are standing in an entirely different type of forested area. The feeling of the trees seeming more sentient continues around you and expands outward and like everywhere. It seems like everything in the space is 
watching you now as you look up through the canopy of trees, um, the trees of which have these like long kind of knotted branches that would almost look like fingers if they didn't have leaves on them. And as you kind of look up into the sky, you see uh, that the sky is a, a purpley blue color, hmm. less pure sky blue than it used to be. Um, and you find yourself in this space. What do you do? All right, I'm going to start by saying I'm a little freaked out by the trees, mm. but I also want to be respectful of the fact that I'm in this new place. So I think the first thing I'm going to do is go up to the, the nearest tree, Okay. Um, the largest tree in this area. I'm going to bow, and mm. I'm going to say that I'm looking for Prachit and ask for for advice and directions. Roll a charisma check for me. Is that the 20 again? Uh, it, yeah, it's a 20-sided dice, and then add your charisma modifier. Okay, well, I rolled a 20. Okay, this is a good start. <laughs> and I have a zero charisma. Yeah, so you, you say these words. Is there anything in particular you say? I say, greetings, my name is Shadow. I come to you from a distant land, and I'm seeking words with Prachit. I yeah. mean no harm. I want only conversation to solve a mutual problem. Do you know where he is? The tree suddenly begins to creak, and you see in the in the shape of the wood uh, right in front of your face among this tree, this is very large tree, a kind of a wooden mouth, like these two lips form, and it opens up, and this voice comes out of it that goes, well, sure, you just gotta go down this path to the south, you know, a couple of, a couple, you know, about a mile, and then you'll, you'll see the house, no problem, you won't miss it. Sometimes they have a lot of loud parties over there, but it's been pretty quiet today. Okay, I bow again. I say thank you. And thank you. I, You'd be surprised uh, how few people actually talk to us. Well, I, I I aim to respect all beings and creatures that I run into. Great, great sport you are. Great sport. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn to the south. <laughs> and, and like with a quick wave at this tree, I'm going to um, head out of the circle and start traveling south looking for the, the house. Okay, you uh, make your way along and mm -hmm. the feeling of being watched seems to have kind of intensified since you had this conversation with that one tree and um, I want you to make a perception check for me. Uh, seven. Okay, so plus your perception plus modifier. Four. Yeah. Yeah. So I can do that. That's eleven. Okay. Okay. You're, yeah, you don't hear anything else besides you know average uh, forest sounds. Um, although they do sound a little bit more like clicks and cracks than, you know, chirps and tweets that you're maybe used to. Um, but you are moving along and you do find your way to this. I mean, it's, it's a house. It's a mm -hmm. house and it kind of 
as you follow the trail, you see that it kind of actually, the house is like partway in the wooded area and partway out opening, overlooking the um, vast uh, grassland that seems to expand outward. And as you kind of look further, like across the grasslands, you do see what looks to be kind of like the faint uh, skyline mm-hmm. of a larger city. Uh, but in front of you, you see this house. It's like a, it's like a multi-floor building and it has these large columns up front and uh, a massive wraparound kind of porch area. Elegant and hmm. homey at the same time. Like it's it's equal well, parts like marble, like these massive marble pillars and also this like comfortable wood. And it looks like this is the entrance, this large kind of marbled two-sided door. Wow. Well, I am a wood elf. I'm really not that comfortable going into large dwellings. I mm-hmm. like to be outdoors in nature. So I'm going to call from mm, about 10 feet outside the front of the door. I'm just going to say, hello, the house. Would you please come out and speak with me? The door opens immediately, as if they were right there against the door. And this six-foot-tall, lithe, brown-skinned, brown-haired individual with these these like gorgeous, like brightly colored robes and and pants and vest and and hats, and they burst through the doors. And uh, this person says to you. Well, that's the first time that someone has just waited for me to, to open the door. Usually they just knock and request to come in. Hello, hello, who might you be? I'm Shadow. I'm coming to you from Farron Woods, and we need to talk about what is happening in the woods due to the travel back and forth between your home and my home. Oh. I should have seen it immediately. You're not from here, are you? You're from, you're from, what, what, whatever those woods are called. Yes, my home, Farron Woods. Yes. Oh, it's your home. How lovely. How, um, dry. Do you live in the trees? I haven't seen any houses in there. We have our own way of living, and maybe it's different from yours, but we would like to protect it and conserve it and continue with our way of life where we harm nobody as long as they do not harm us i see yes that's that's very noble of you and completely respectable of course as i uh prachit do know about reserving and protecting one's way of life that is that is basically all that i do in service of uh, the queen of course you, uh, you want to talk to me about the, the travels between the two. Uh, perchance, why, why would you be talking to me about such a thing? Well, you live close to the portal. Yes, it's wonderful real estate. Well, we also want to protect our real estate. And the travel through our woods is having a harmful effect on our way of life. So I wanted to talk to you about the possibility of limiting people coming through. Hmm or keeping people from brushing against our side of the realities where they're bringing their... There's a spread of magic that is not having a good effect on our way of life or on our environment. I see. So we're doing the equivalent of 
uh, not wiping your shoes before entering the house. Yes? Yeah, I think that that would be right. There's, there's, there's damage to the environment, and we, we are allowing you to come through, but I suspect that there are some things we could do to limit the portal, limit the access to the portal into our home. So if we can't come to an agreement of how to keep people from, you know, bringing in magic from from this side or not coming in more than once a day, then we're going to have to do what we can to close that portal down. Would you call that a intimidation or persuasion? No. Uh, I'm thinking of it as persuasion, but there is definitely a little hint of intimidation saying, you know, we're going to get, we're going to make this happen. I would rather make this happen with the cooperation of Prachit, but also letting him know that if he's not going to cooperate, that that's not okay. Okay. I guess it's persuasion at this point. Okay. Okay. Ooh, that was a 17. Wow. Plus zero. Uh, you say this to him, and he says, mm, Well, that wouldn't do at all, would it? Um, I guess we're, I'm supposed to relay this information, am I not? I suppose that's uh, that's the job at hand. That would be great. Where will you go with this? It is going to take some travel on my end, and I will say this is my, this is my retreat home. This is where I go to relax hmm. and get away from all of the... The hullabaloo happening in the in the the main home of the court. You know, this courtly matter is so much gossip. But you know, before preparing for the big celebration happening tomorrow evening. But I tell you what, you do me a favor, and it will shorten my stay here at the house, and I will go post haste with the news. Okay, because I, I am here, it's for a respite, but I also have some um, chores to take care of, dear. And I think um, if you can help me do those quickly, then I would be right off on my way. All right, what do you need? Straightforward and to the point, I like you, lass. Um, well, <laughs> deep into the forest, the deep green, as we like to call it, there is a tea tree group uh, whose leader is named McKenz. And I would like you to go into their home and destroy the outfit that McKenz plans to wear to the Queen's celebration. How is this necessary? (laughs) (laughs) How is this necessary? It is of the utmost importance in the entire a matter of, of life and death. It is a matter of of success and failure. It is a matter of victory and defeat. This outfit must be destroyed. You're welcome to roll an insight check if you want to. Okay. I think I, I, think I do want to. <laughs> I was not expecting this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm rolling. They wild a little odd. Yes. I rolled a six plus four. Okay. It, he seems to be telling the truth, you know, it seems like he thinks this is extremely important. It, I mean, maybe maybe the reasons are beyond what you think is necessary, but it, he certainly thinks it's important. I, I get that this is important to you. I can see that. I can hear it. I don't understand it. 
Is there something threatening to you in, in this outfit of clothing uh, that would make me have to destroy it? Does this have anything to do with, I don't know, the safety of your community? Or is this just personally you're here at your house to keep this person from wearing an outfit that is nicer than yours? You would accuse me of that level of competition? My dear, look at my house, look at me. It is not a matter of fashion. Um, okay, let me just say at this point, Shadow is thinking, thank goodness I don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so glad I live back in the woods where people are like, okay, a little more straightforward. <laughs> but... Okay. This is this is a this is a matter of great importance not just to me but to the queen of the court herself. Perhaps this is something that um, you know clothing is a mere sign of something that you put on your back, something to uh, wear to protect you from the elements. But this garment could do severe harm. Leader McKen's aside, she can live, she can die, she can do whatever she wants, but she can't wear this outfit to the celebration all right so if i go and get to her place and yes. destroy this outfit yes then you will approach the queen and say that we need to make a change in the use of the portal yes we will have a discussion of how to enforce the boundaries between them say i think that it is an important Doorway. I have certainly enjoyed my jaunts into your into your woods and into the the earthy plain. It is uh, quite chaotic in its own right, my friend. But I will say that yes, I think maybe some better preparations, more infrastructure, say, to handle to handle the the passage, could definitely be arranged. How far off does this other person live? Yes. Oh, uh, oh, they're they're not too far. They're just in there, and he kind of gestures off into the woods. Are there any dangers I need to know about going into the woods? Oh, just act respectfully and you'll be totally fine. They're, they're a nosy bunch, but as long as you don't like insult anybody, you know, you'll be fine. And how am I supposed to get into this other house to destroy this outfit? Um, interestingly enough, they don't live in houses, dear. They live up in the trees. I think the how of it would be entirely up to you. No, I'm not the person doing this task. I know how I would do it, but I'm asking you to do it. It's a small, it's a small group, dear. I don't think you'll you'll have to fight your way through many people if fighting is <laughs> what you do. You do seem very well equipped for for battle, which is very impressive. I like to be prepared. Okay, does she know of your the fact that you don't want her to wear this outfit? I should think not. McKen's always, I, I guess, what, sh what should we say, myopic when she has a she has a plan in order. Um, she tends to focus on the thing and the thing alone. Um, so I doubt she's even considered that I would be even visiting my vacation home at this time. Okay. Well, it's a weird request, but if it <laughs> is what I need to do um, to bring this matter to the attention of the queen, I will do it yes this is the way of yeah. uh the court of course you know all of these little you do something for me i do something for you you know well I'll, i will go and i will see what i can do to destroy the outfit 
Uh, please do provide me with some sort of proof that you have actually done it. <laughs> what, like the burnt material of the uh, outfit? <laughs> like a cut-off sleeve? <laughs> a, My darling, how am I supposed to know that the job, that the deed is done? I cannot prevent McKenz from doing what she plans to do with the outfit if she already has it on her body. Okay, alright. I will go. I will see. I will come back here and you and I will have further discussion about this. Excellent. I will be making tea for your re-arrival. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well, Shadow is very confused and feels that, that this person is a little ridiculous but is willing to go and investigate. Okay. You know, she's, she partly wants to just smack this guy <laughs> listen you can do this but however you want to no no i'm gonna go and i'm gonna check it out but i am to myself i'm not making any promises about what i'm going to do next okay because honestly there is a world in which this guy wants his outfit to be destroyed because he wants to have the nicest outfit at the party that's coming up. And frankly, <laughs> you don't trust my dear, check. I don't give a damn, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, yeah, I'm not going to get involved in that. And okay. if I need to go directly to the queen, put forth my case I will do that without this ridiculous activity but in the meantime I'm gonna go and talk to this other person okay <laughs> okay so I since I have not gone into the house I'm going to turn around I guess he indicated into the woods yes where I need to go uh, so I'm going to head into the woods and okay. look for the tree people make a survival check for me to see if you can find the fastest mm. route there Okay. 16. Um, yeah, that, that'll do it. So That's you work. make your way okay. through the forest. Again, like it feels like now that you're back into uh, the, the deep green forest, you, yeah, you get the sense that, some, that things are watching you. And this, this kind mm. of feeling of like being watched just doesn't seem, it just doesn't go away. And as you are moving along and you are looking around and you discover a wooden ladder built into the sides of one of the taller trees like the one there are some that are less gnarled and these have grown these are like redwood trees they're tall they're massive they, they're like straight up no gnarling at all and you see this like uh, ladder built into it and as you look up into the tree you see there are these little huts that are built hmm. up among the branches there aren't many uh, maybe like five of them but yeah, it seems that this might be the place. Okay, so Shadow stops yeah. under this tree, and she decides to go about this task peacefully at mm. this moment in time. So she bows again respectfully and calls out, Hello, my name is Shadow. I'm visiting from my own woods to your woods. I seek to speak to McKenz on a matter of grave importance. Okay, so you're calling up into the tree. I am calling into the tree. A little pixie flies down with like little blue 
butterfly wings growing out behind them. Um, they have this like short cropped black hair and uh, they're wearing what seems to be sort of like a fencing outfit. Uh, and they have like this little sword and like a little bow like attached to them and uh, this pixie flies down and she says, hi, you're, what now? You're, you're looking to, to talk to McKenzie? Mackenzie's off bathing in, in spring water to prepare for uh, for the celebration tomorrow. What business do you have with Mackenzie? Um, my business is, it has to do with the portal that the Fae are using to come through my woods that I am I have vowed to protect at any cost. Uh, I spoke with Prachit, who sent me here to discuss with Mackenzie what might be done to keep the magic from seeping into my woods, my home. Wait, you talk with Prachit? What, what's your business with Prachit? My understanding is that he has a direct way of speaking to the, to the queen, and that's the best way, the fastest way to keep magic from seeping into my homeland. And you have to talk with Mackenzie about something to do with Prachit? Yes. One moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pixie flies off. Make a perception check for me. Mm -hmm. Ten. Okay. Uh, yep. You're standing there. You kind of hear like maybe a bit of like whispering up ahead, but you can't make anything out. Um, especially because you know, like the the pressure, the feeling that you're being watched from all sides, like just kind of distracts you. So you yeah. can't hear what they're saying, and. The pixie returns uh, with a a little sprite. You you know the, like those bugs that look like leaves if you don't look at them too closely. Yeah. Yeah, that's what this creature looks like. Um, We're not talking about cicadas here, are we? <laughs> no, humanoids. Okay. Just okay, very okay. green with kind of leafy lines on his body, his chest, and through kind of the wings that he is flying with. And he is also armed with the sword and a short bow. And uh, he says, this way. Mm, and okay. the two kind of fly off and start leading you through the forest. I mean, and you're walking for a while, for like a significant mm. amount of time. Like, and they're taking... I feel... How do you feel? I feel un uneasy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel very uneasy. I know I do. I do have... Um, excellent navigational um, abilities, and and I'm good at at finding my way through things. Sure. So I can kind of I feel confident that if I turned around, I could find my way back from where I came from. But I don't know where I'm going, and I do check my weapons every once in a while to make sure that everything is as it should be. Okay. Um, can I can I also do perception check on on these two to see if it feels like they have some nefarious plan? Make an insight check. Insight check. Yeah, okay. insight. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen plus um, four. So seventeen, not bad. Yeah, from what you can see, they're pretty suspicious of you too. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they're they're watching you, trying to decide whether or not you're going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. But um, it doesn't look like they have malicious intent yet. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, 
Um, so you make your way through, and as you are proceeding through the forest, it becomes kind of foggier and kind of foggier in this area. Um, and you're starting to sweat a little bit, you know, from the condensation. And as you as it gets to kind of like this point where you can't see above maybe 10 feet above your head because the fog is thick up above, they tell you to stop. And the sprite, the, the leafy one, kind of says, please wait here and fly off into the fog ahead of you. Wow. There's a beat. Okay. There's another beat. And then through the fog, you see a, a satyr come out. She is about maybe five feet tall and she's okay. wearing this mossy, like the forest version of a towel wrapped around her body. And she is dripping from her hooves and kind of shaking her head a little bit. She has this like dark brown uh, fur like over her body and she has mm -hmm. these two curling horns at the top that kind of curl in on themselves um, but are like kind of forward moving. And she looks at you and says, all right, spit it out. What in the world did Prachit ask you to do? First, I'm so sorry to interrupt your bath. <laughs> it's so rude. Yeah. I mean, I, I damn well say, but listen, it wasn't your call. It was these idiots' calls. The pixie and the and the sprite shrug as if they don't really care about her anger very much. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. I have a problem. My problem is that magic is seeping through the portal, ruining my home, and I need to get that taken care of. And Prachit said that he would take care of it but only if I destroyed your outfit for tomorrow night, which I totally don't understand. But I um, came here to get your input on why he would want that to happen and what that has to do with cleaning the magic from the portal. And also if you even think that he has the ability to make that happen. As you said the thing about Rashid asking you to destroy her outfit. Her eyes went wide with surprise and she stomped the ground with one of her hooves and said, damn it. Um, and she looks around at the pixie and says, who would have told? You need to go look around the camp now. And the pixie goes, wait, are, are you sure you're gonna be okay? And um, Mackenzie says, yes, go now. Obviously be discreet. And the pixie flies off leaving them. And she turns to you well, I'm certainly glad that you didn't. Prachit does have plenty of power within the summer court. There's no way, if he already knows that this is going to be the case, that we can proceed with our plan, so fuck. Well, thanks for letting us know ahead of time. Well, what is it about this outfit that's so special? How can I tell that you aren't just gonna go and try to do it yourself, huh? Try to do what? But how can I tell that you aren't going to try to just have, like, make this outfit on your own? How do I know that this isn't some plan of yours to, to get, figure out some sort of weakness of the court? I have only one interest. I, I don't live here. I don't have anything, any interest in politics on this side of the portal. I only want to protect my home. That is absolutely all that I want. So um, anybody who helps me to arrange for that to happen 
is my ally and anybody who keeps that from happening is not my ally but i have no interest in in anything to do with the court beyond how it affects my woods make a persuasion check for me okay 18. yeah so you say this and mackenzie gives you this like hard stare she kind of looks you over for a moment and then she i stand um, tall and straight <laughs> she, she looks up at you because you're like ten, okay like you know almost a whole foot taller than she is she kind of sighs a little bit and says you're just one of the earthlies yeah you're just caught up in another one of the games yeah you don't deserve this nonsense Listen, I made this outfit that was enchanted so that we would get to the court and I always block off the parts that have all of the information in it. And I just wanted to get back there. So I made an outfit that was going to cast a distraction spell on the people who guard the intelligence of the summer court so that I could get the information without having to play their stupid games. So... Can I, can I ask what information you're trying to get? And I'm telling you this only because it looks like you have zero interest in playing the games at all. Just as a preface, if I ever see you in the summer court after I tell you this information, we will have a problem. Okay. Okay. If, if you do see me in the summer court at any point, it is only on behalf of my own home. But continue, please. Well, we'll have a problem if you're there tomorrow. I wanted information about where they were planning on relocating the heart of the deep green. Huh. This place moves all the time. It's fine. But I really like this location and it's good to be prepared. And sometimes if you know ahead of time, then you can get the best spots in the next location. Make sense? So you're you're having a personal real estate issue. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And does Prachit also have interest in this real estate issue? Prachit's interest isn't just proving himself as worthy of, of the queen's attention. You know, he just wants to out any issues. You know, if I breach the intelligence of the queen's court, that's a breach of security. If he prevents it, then of course he would get all sorts of rewards and lovely you know accolades from his colleagues who are like oh you saved the kingdom because they don't know what we're actually looking for Brigitte's just playing the game yeah Can I rue the just... day that the, the heart of the deep green was moved to his area Ugh. <laughs> can you can you just go to court without wearing your special outfit and get the information that you want I mean, not without a whole bunch of, without doing a whole bunch of favors and debasing myself just so that they can have a little bit of fun. I'm sure Prachit told you this too. You have to do something to get something. And I'm a little tired of that game, to be honest. I mean, look at my hooves. And she kind of holds one of them up and, and she kind of says, they're getting shorter every day. I have to sit in this damn pond in order to get them to grow back at all. Can you think of any other way I can get Prachit? besides this particular favor, to do what I want him to do with the queen, to protect your outfit so that you can go forward with your own plan. I don't know if I can trust him to not use that information to his advantage later. Now that the frog is off the leaf, I'll tell you what, I have a counter, I have a counter offer for you. 
if you find a way to stop Prachit from coming to the party tomorrow, I will use my sway on the tree because we've been, we've known each other for a while. We go way back to reconnect the doorways to your world so that there's less chance of leap. Better yet, I'll ask the trees to close them. Mm. And it would be really fun to stick it in the court's faces. (laughs) And would you be willing to just do that for my promise not to interfere with your plan that I now know about? No, you got to prevent Prachit from coming. Or give or have some sort of other offer. I am determined to get this thing done. If you won't help me and he won't help me, then I'm going to have to find another way to do this. You can come to the court wearing your outfit as my ally. I'm not going to stop Prachit, but with me at your side, you're more likely to get closer to the inner court and have your outfit do its job. If Prachit goes, Prachit's going to tell people as soon as he gets it, maybe even send a message the day of. If I'm wearing that outfit, I won't be able to even get on the premises. Would you be willing then, since the outfit is not useful to you any longer, to let me have the outfit so I can destroy a piece of it, bring it back to Pachit, and then at least save my homeland if your plan has fallen apart? What's in it for me? What would you like? Can I use my medical knowledge to see if I have any way to cure her hooves? Interesting. Yeah, make a medicine check. You kind of ask her if you can see her hooves, and she says, fucking be my guest. Yeah, okay, but I rolled a seven. Yeah, so you're looking at these hooves, and they look pretty wear and tear. The satyr been moving around a lot. Busy, busy lady. Okay, well, how about then, since, uh, McKenzie, you can't wear your outfit because your, your scheme has now been um, brought to light, I come along with you as protection. Will that get me the information I need? I don't know if that's going to get you the information. I don't know if it's going to get me what I need either, actually. Yeah, listen, like, I I appreciate the offer, but that one seems like one that will just be a lot of grandstanding for for limited effect. You do look very strong, though. Thank you. I I work out. Um, Well, you can help me. Pachit won't help me. Uh, I did make you an offer. You're offered to keep him from going. And then if he doesn't go, then you can... Keep him from going or find some way to guarantee that he's going to keep his mouth shut. Mm -hmm. And we'll help you out. And you feel like you can do that. Your relationship with the trees is such that you can make that happen. Yeah. Can I do a... uh, Can I check to see if if she's telling me the truth or if that's Sure, make an insight check. (laughs) <laughs> that was a one. <laughs> you have no idea. She is this recalcitrant satyr. She just has this kind of flat affect to her voice where she just sounds kind of cranky all the time. Okay. So you're not quite sure. Do you ask? Okay. Yes, I ask. She kind of goes, huh, snaps her fingers at one of the trees and like the tree kind of bends over um, as if to like listen to her. And she says, yeah, do me a favor, and when this shadow lady is almost back at the end of the woods, give her a high five for me. Tell one of the trees to do that, all right? The tree kind of does a little wave in ascent and straightens back up. 
All right, well, I am not going to destroy this outfit wherever it may be. I'm going to go back to Pachit. Yeah, it cost me a lot of money, so I prefer that you didn't. Although, honestly, I, I think you guys are all crazy. I'm just saying. But I'm going to go back. Sorry. And I think and you're one-minded. It's true. You're, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to go back, and I'm going to see if I can either keep him from not attending the celebration, or at least not talking about your outfit that you're wearing. Best I'm going to leave you. the woods. Yeah, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go back and take my soap. There you go. You go soap. I'm going to leave. And uh, I turn around. get her back on the road. And um, the, uh, the pixie that's been just kind of hanging out, like kind of picking her mm -hmm. teeth in the corner this whole time, gets up from the branch that she was hanging out on and flies over to you. All right. Well, let's let's go back. I just want to go home at this point, and, and I want Shadow's to solve the problem. She's she feels people are lying to her. Um, she just wants to solve her problem, and she doesn't understand the motivations of of the fake court. Yeah. So she's gonna make her way back to Pachit. Right. Starburst leads you halfway there, and then takes off to go join the rest of her uh, home, which you hear some kind of shouting and arguing up in the trees, probably because they're trying to figure out who, who the rat was. Okay. And as you're passing okay. through, as you're getting close to Pachit's house again, uh, one of the trees there does kind of reach and like leave like a, an outstretched branch with some wide leaves hanging right by your side, ready for like an up, okay. an up top. I, I give the tree an up top. Can I talk to the tree? If you want to. So I asked the tree, excuse me, you're you're part of a, of a beautiful wood, and I come from beautiful woods. Wouldn't you like to help me solve my problem and keep these fey people from coming through the portal with their magic and infecting my woods? Could you do that for me without me having to deal with these idiots? <laughs> Make a persuasion check with advantage. The tree kind of does a little laugh shaky thing and calling them idiots. All right, well, that's a three. Well, you can roll again. With advantage means you roll twice and take the higher number. Okay, I'm gonna really put something into this. You got it, you got it. 16, much better. With a 16, and for the sake of the hour, yeah, I was going, come on, come on, come on, DM. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of the hour. The tree kind of shakes a little bit. That kind of bark mouth kind of appear again by, by the tree. This one's a little bit higher up than uh, the last one you talked to. This this okay. mouth, a little bit taller than you. And he goes, yeah, those guys are complete messes, am I right? <laughs> Absolutely. I just don't get it. Yeah, and you know, like, we've been really talking about trying to, like, cover up those, like, doorways for a long time. They've actually been kind of annoying to us. Tell, tell you what, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be moving out soon. Tell you what, take one of my acorns, go ahead and plant it on the other side. Together, I and the rest of, you know, the family, we'll, we'll put it, we'll put your doorway back together. We'll close it off. I mean, these idiots have been kind of messing with us for, for a long time, and we don't mind kind of sticking it to them either, you know what I mean? Like, McKenz is good people, but also McKenz can get very angry. So you know how it is. So, like, let's, you know, you, well, you put me on the other side. 
I'll grow in your forest. It'll be a good old time over there. And then uh, we'll, cl we'll close that up for you. What do you say? That sounds great. How long do you think that might take? That's a good question. Well, if you, if you plant us right, you know, take a bit of the soil back with you. That'll grow faster. Well, let's do that. Also, I'm pretty sure there are like some people that you can like hire to do plant growth and stuff too. You know, like I feel like I've heard like if there are people here who can grow plants, let me tell you, they can. Uh, there are people <laughs> who are probably on your side, but they can totally grow a plant for you. That sounds great. Thank you. And You're welcome. You're like the most respectful know. person who's ever entered this woods. And my, it's so nice to talk to you. It's been so long. Ah, well, this is lovely. And when we get your acorn growing on the other side, uh, I promise to come by and have lengthy conversations so we can continue our, our friendship. Ooh, friendship that. with someone who's not one of my relatives. Save me, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is super cool. I will absolutely take your acorn with me. Great. I'm gonna be on my way. Thank you very much. Okay, awesome. Just keep this a secret between us. You know how the rest of the trees like to gossip. Okay, I will keep it a secret. Thanks. I will. Okay. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> okay. Uh, and unless there's anything you want to do in the Feywilds. There is one thing I would like to do before okay. I go back to my portal. Tell me. Okay. Yeah. I want to go back to Prachit. And I just, just for the hell of it, I want to cast Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, we'll say that he's uh, hanging out on his side porch. And Tasha's hideous laughter is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So On my part, throw? on my part. I have to roll a wisdom oh, saving okay. throw. Okay. So you just cast it. I, I cast it. I think I want this guy to just like stop taking himself so seriously and stop being so like I'm so much better than everybody else. And just letting him know that he can be made to fall down laughing against his will. <laughs> and right, he should roll. be aware of that. <laughs> I can't believe it. I rolled a two. <laughs> Uh oh. Okay. No, no, that's 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 good for you. That means I failed the saving throw. Um, yeah. So you're watching this and like Prachit, he's sitting there. He set up like this little table with these chairs, these white wrought iron chairs, um, and mm -hmm. taking a little cloth. And you see like two two teacups there and um, a, a thing of tea. And he's delightfully sitting there, leaning back uh, with some tea. So he's he's sipping his tea, and then all of a sudden he starts going. <laughs> uh, and he he spills the tea on himself and he falls forward onto the table and spills that tea also onto himself and then kind of falls onto the floor laughing hysterically yay okay and i just before i go back through the portal i just mm -hmm. go and i say to him the next time somebody comes to you and ask you for a simple favor that is in everybody's benefit, I expect that you will just consider doing that without deciding what is in it for you. Just think about everybody else and what they need, not just your own needs. And I leave him there laughing hysterically <laughs> on his own porch, and I go back to the portal, and I go home where people make sense. 
and you do. You go home where people make sense with your acorn. You step through the kind of the fairy circle and um, as you step out to the other side and you step off and you, you are back in the floor and woods and everything like smells lighter and normal and comforting. You don't feel like there are eyes on you constantly. It's just nature taking its course. And as you step off of the fairy circle, you see roots, thick ivory colored roots start growing up. And they're, they're not growing up very big. You just see like their ends kind of sticking up out of the out of the circle. Nice, okay. So I'm gonna take that as a positive sign that something yeah. good has come from this trip. You can- And I'm gonna plant my acorn. Plant your acorn. Got a new chocolative bay tree friends in the Florin yeah. woods. And you can return home to your community. Woot. And that's the end of the story of Shadow Part 2. Hey. Okay, that was really <laughs> strange. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I liked a little bit. I'm just saying, it was not what I was expecting. Oh, I kind of thought I was going to be like, I'm ready, I'm armed, I'm a warrior. But, like, these guys. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Well, I don't listen, want to fight you. I just want you to could have done you. that in a number of different ways. You know, I I had a whole battle prepared. Oh, I didn't. See, I no, oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> don't feel bad. No, I was very happy about the way you you managed everything. I mean, I feel like that's the that's my favorite part of being like a DM and anything at all was when my when my players surprise me. So yeah, like I'm I'm all about it. Well, you know, I guess she was just feeling you know, like more of a negotiator today and less like a warrior. Um, Warriors sometimes going... know uh, how to negotiate. Yeah, there's a hope. Yeah, <laughs> hope that that's yeah exactly. Um, I mean, thank you so much for going on that adventure with me into the Feywilds. <laughs> thank you for having yeah, me on pleasure. the show. It yeah. was great. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you so much. And I hope we can do this again next year. Yeah, I would well, really do, love to do this every year. The so. adventures of Shadow continued. Maybe something with a little bit more battle next time. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, well, I, again, I, I felt like I could have battled. I just, yeah, I guess I was feeling a little less aggressive than I was a year ago. That's something, I guess. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. We'll take what we can get. Well, um, this has been a pleasure. Thanks to our listeners as well for listening to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn and take care of yourselves and each other. Give a hug to your moms. And your moms give hugs back. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.